0: Okay, so today is April the 21st, 2020, and Darren and I are in the book of 1 Kings, and we're going to read chapters 17 through 20. 1 Kings chapter 17. Now Elijah the Tishbite, who was of the settlers of Gilead, said to Ahab, As the Lord, the God of Israel lives, before whom I stand, surely there shall be... Uh, Neither dew nor rain these years except by my word. The word of the Lord came to him, saying, Go away from here and turn eastward and hide yourself by the brook of Cherith, which is east of the Jordan. It shall be that you will drink of the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to provide for you there. So he went and did according to the word of the Lord. For he went and lived by the brook of Cherith, which is east of the Jordan. The ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning, and bread and meat in the evening, and he would drink from the brook. It happened after a while that the brook dried up, because there was no rain in the land. Then the word of the Lord came to him, saying, Arise, go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and stay there. Behold, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. So he arose and went to Zarephath. And when he came to the gate of the city, behold, a widow was there, gathering sticks. And he called to her and said, Please get me a little water in a jar that I may drink. As she was going to get it, he called to her and said, Please bring me a piece of bread in your hand. But she said, As the Lord your God lives, I have no bread, only a handful of flour in the bowl, and a little oil in the jar and behold i am gathering a few sticks that i may go in and prepare for me and my son that we may eat it and die then elijah said to her do not fear go do as you have said but make me a little bread cake from it first and bring from it first and bring it out to me and afterward you may make one for yourself and for your son for thus says the Lord God of Israel The bowl of flour shall not be exhausted Nor shall the jar of oil be empty Until the day that the Lord sends rain on the face of the earth So when she, so she went and did according to the word of Elijah And she, she and her and her household ate for many days The bowl of flour was not exhausted Nor did the jar of oil become empty According to the word of the Lord which he spoke through Elijah. Eli- now it came about after these things that the son of the woman, the mistress of the house, became sick, and his sickness was so severe that there was no breath left in him. So she said to Elijah, What do I have to do with you, O man of God? You have come to me to bring my iniquity to remembrance and to put my son to death, he said to her, "Give me your son." Then he took him from her bosom and carried him up to the upper room where he was living, and laid him on his own bed. He called to the Lord and said, "O Lord, my God, have you also brought calamity to the widow with whom I am staying by causing her to, her son to die?" Then he stretched himself upon the child three times and called to the Lord and said. O Lord my God, I pray you let this child's life return to him. The Lord heard the voice of Elijah, and the life of the child returned to him, and he revived. Elijah took the child and brought him down from the upper room into the house and gave him to his mother. Elijah said, See, your son is alive. Then the woman said to Elijah, Now I know that you are a man of God and that the word of the Lord is in your mouth. Uh, that is in your mouth is truth 1st Kings chapter 18 now it happened after many days that the word of the Lord came to Elijah in the third year saying go show yourself to Ahab and I will send rain on the face of the earth so Elijah went to show himself to Ahab now the famine was severe in Samaria Ahab called Obadiah who was over the household Now Obadiah feared the Lord greatly, and when Jezebel destroyed the prophets of the Lord, Obadiah took a hundred prophets and hid them by fifties in a cave, and provided them with bread and water. Then Ahab said to Obadiah, Go through the land to all the springs of water, and to the valleys, perhaps we will find grass and keep horses and mules alive, and not have to kill some of the cattle. So they divided the land between them to survey it. Ahab went one way himself, and Obadiah went the other way himself. Now as Obadiah was on the way, behold, Elijah met him, and he recognized him and fell on his face and said, Is this you, Elijah, my master? He said to him, It is I. Go say to your master, Behold, Elijah is here. He said, What what sin have I committed? that you are giving your servant into the hand of Ahab to put me to death. As the Lord your God lives, there is no nation or kingdom where my master has not sent to search for you. And when they said, He is not here, he made the kingdom or nation swear that they could not find you. And now you are saying, Go say to your master, Behold, Elijah is here. It will come about when I leave you that the Spirit of the Lord will carry you where I, where I do not know. So when you come and tell Ahab, and he cannot find you, he will kill me, although I, your servant, have feared the Lord from my youth. Has it not been told to my master, and I did, when Jezebel, Jezebel killed the prophets of the Lord, that I hid a hundred prophets of the Lord by fifties in a cave, and provided them with bread and water? And now you are saying, Go say to your master, Behold, Elijah is here. He will then kill me. Elijah said, As the Lord of hosts lives before whom I stand, I will surely show myself to him today. So Obadiah went to meet Ahab and told him, And Ahab went to meet Elijah. And Ahab saw Elijah. Ahab said to him, Is this you, you troubler of Israel? He said, I have not troubled Israel, but you and your father's house have, because you have forsaken the commandments of the Lord, and you have followed the Baals. Now then, send and gather to me all Israel at Mount Carmel, together with 450 prophets of Baal, and 400 prophets of Asherah, who eat at Jezebel's table. So Ahab sent a message among all the sons of Israel and brought the prophets together at Mount Carmel. Elijah came near to all the people and said, How long will you hesitate between two opinions? If the Lord God, if the Lord is God, follow him. If Baal is uh, but if Baal, follow him. But the people did not answer him a word. Then Elijah said to the people, I alone am left a prophet of the Lord, but Baal's prophets are 450 men. Now let them give us 2 oxen and let them choose one ox for themselves and cut it up, and place it on the wood, but put no fire under it. And I will prepare the other ox and lay it upon on the, uh, on the wood, and I will put a fire under it. And I will not put a fire on it. I'm sorry, under it. Then you call on the name of your God, and I will call on the name of the Lord. And the God who answers by fire, he is God. And the people said, That is a good idea. So Elijah said to the prophets of Baal, Choose one ox for yourself and prepare it first for you, are many, and call on the name of your God, but put no fire under it. Then they took the ox which was given them, and they prepared it, and called on the name of Baal. From morning until noon, O Baal, answer us. But there was no voice, and no one answered. And they leaped about the altar which they made. It came about at noon that Elijah mocked them and said, Call out with a loud voice, for he is a god. Either he is occupied or gone aside, or is on a journey, or perhaps he is asleep and needs to be awakened. So they cried with a loud voice and cut themselves according to their custom with swords and lances until blood gushed out of them or out on them. When midday was past they raved until the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice but there was no voice. No one answered and no one paid attention. Then Elijah said to all the people, come near to me. So all the people came near to him and he prepared the altar of the Lord which he had, which had been torn down. Elijah took 12 stones according to the number of the tribes of the sons of Jacob, to whom the Lord or the word of the Lord had come saying, "Israel shall be your name." So with the stones he built an altar in the name of the Lord, and he made the trench around the altar large enough to hold 2 measures of seed. Then he arranged the wood and cut the ox in pieces and laid it on the wood, and he said, "Fill, fill four pitchers of water and pour it on the burnt offering, and on the wood." And he said, "Do not uh, do it a second time," and they did a second time. And he said, "Do it a third time," and they did a third time. The water flowed around the altar, and he also filled the trench with water. At the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice Elijah the prophet came near and said O Lord the God of Abraham Isaac and Israel today let it be known that you are the God, you are God in Israel and that I am your servant and I have done all these things at your word answer me O Lord answer me that this people may know that you are that you O Lord are God and that you have turned their heart back again Then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt offering and the wood and the stones and the dust and licked up the water that was in the trench. When all the people saw it, they fell on their faces and they said, The Lord, he is God, the Lord, he is God. Then Elijah said to them, Seize the prophets of Baal. Do not let one of them escape. So they seized them and Elijah brought them down to the brook Kishon and slew them there. Now Elijah said to Ahab, "Go up eat drink, for there is a heavy there is the sound of of the roar of a of a heavy sh- uh, shower." So Ahab went up to eat and and drink, but Elijah went up to the top of Carmel, and he crouched down on the earth and he put his face between his knees. He said, to his servant go up now look toward the sea so he went up and looked and said there is nothing and he said go back seven times it came about at the seventh time that he said behold a cloud as small as a man's hand is coming up from the sea and he said go up away to Ahab prepare your chariot and go down so that the heavy shower does not stop you in a little while the sky grew black with clouds and wind and there was uh, heavy, a heavy shower and Ahab rose and went to Je- uh, Jezreel. Then the hand of the Lord was on Elijah and he girded up his loins and out ran Ahab to Jezreel. 1 Kings chapter 19 Now Ahab told Jezebel That uh, all that Elijah had done, and how he had killed the prophets with the sword. Then Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah, saying, So may the gods do to me, and even more, if I do not make your life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. And he was afraid and arose. And ran for his life, and became and came to Beersheba, which belongs to Judah, and left his servant there. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness, and came and sat down under a juniper tree. And he requested for himself that he might die, and said, It is enough now, O Lord, take my life, for I am not uh, better than my father's. He lay down and slept under the juniper tree And behold, there was an angel touching him And he said to him, Arise and eat Then he looked, and behold, there was at his head A bread, a bread cake baked on hot stones And a jar of water So he ate and drank and lay down again The angel of the Lord came a second time And touched him and said, Arise, eat Because the journey is too great for you So he arose and ate and drank, and went in the strength of that food forty days and forty nights to Horeb, the mountain of God. (laughs) Then he came there to a cave and lodged there, and behold, the word of the Lord came to him, and he said to him, What are you doing here, Elijah? He said, I have been very zealous for the Lord, the God of hosts. For the sons of Israel have forsaken your covenant, torn down your altars, and killed your prophets with the sword. And I alone am left, and they seek my life to take it away. So he said, Go forth and stand on the mountain before the Lord. And behold, the Lord God was passing by, and a great and strong wind was rending mountains, the mountains and breaking in pieces, the rocks before the Lord, but there was not, not in the wind, and after the wind, an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a sound of a gentle blowing. When Elijah heard it, he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood on the entrance of the cave, and and behold, a voice came to him and said, What are you doing here, Elijah? Then he said, I have been very zealous for the Lord and and, and and the God of hosts, for the sons of Israel have forsaken your covenant, torn down your altars, and killed your prophets with the sword, and I alone am left, and they seek my life to take it away. The Lord said to him, "Go, return on your way to the wilderness of Damascus, and then you have, and when you have arrived, you shall anoint Hazael, king over Aram, and Jehu his son, Nimshi, you shall anoint king over Israel, and Elisha the son of Saphat of abel Mahola, you shall anoint as prophet in your place." It shall come about, the one who escapes from the sword of Haziel, Jehu shall put to death. And the one who escapes from the sword of Jehu, Elisha shall put to death. Yet I will leave seven thousand in Israel, all the knees that have not bowed to Baal, and every mouth that has not kissed him. So he departed from there and found Elisha the son of Saphat while he was plowing with twelve pairs of oxen before him. And he with his uh, twelfth and Elijah passed over him and threw his mantle on him. He left an oxen and ran after Elijah and said, Please let me kiss my father and my mother, then I will follow you. And he said to him, Go back again, for what what have I done to you? So he returned from following him and took the pair of oxen and sacrificed them and boiled their flesh with the implements of the ox oxen and gave it to the people and they ate then he arose and followed Elijah and ministered to him 1 Kings chapter 20 now Ben-Hadad king of Aram gathered all his army and there were 32 kings with him and horses and chariots and he went up and besieged Samaria and fought against it. Then he sent messengers to the city to Ahab king of Israel and said to him, Thus says Ben-Hadad, Your silver and your gold are mine. Your most beautiful wives and children are also mine. The king of Israel replied, "Uh, It is according to your word, my lord, O king, I am yours and all that I have. Then the messengers returned and said, Thus says Ben-Hadad, Surly I sent to you, saying, You shall give me your silver and your gold and your wives and your children. But about this time tomorrow I will send my servants to you, and they will stretch your house and the houses of your servants, search your house and the houses of your servants, and whatever is desirable in your eyes, they will take in their hand and carry it away. Then the king of Israel called all the elders of the land and said, Please observe and see how this man is looking for trouble. For he sent me for my wives and my children and my silver and my gold, and I did not refuse him. All the elders of all the people said to him, Do not listen or consent. So he said to the messengers of Ben-Hadad, Tell my lord, the king, all that you sent for to your servant at first I will do but this thing I cannot do and the messengers departed and brought word again Ben-Hadad sent to him and said may the gods do so to me and more also if the dust of Samaria will suffice for the handfuls of the people who follow me then the king of Israel replied tell him let him not who girds on his armor boast like him who takes it off when Ben-Hadad heard this message as he was drinking with the kings in the temporary shelters he said to his servants station yourselves so they stationed themselves against the city now behold a prophet approached Ahab king of Israel and said thus says the Lord have you seen all this great multitude behold I will deliver them into your hand today And you shall know that I am the Lord. Ahab said, By whom? So he said, Thus says the Lord, By the young men of the rulers of the provinces. Then he said, Who shall begin the battle? And he answered, You. Then he mustered the young men of the rulers of the provinces, and there were 232 after them. He mustered all the people, even all the sons of Israel, 7,000 they went out at noon while Ben-Hadad was drinking himself drunk in the temporary shelters with the thirty-two kings who helped him. The young men of the rulers of the provinces went out first, and Ben-Hadad sent out, and many told him, saying, Men have come out of Samaria. Then he said, They have come out for peace. Take them alive, or if they have come out for war, take them alive." So these went out from the city, the young men of the rulers of the provinces, and the army which followed them. They killed each his man, and and the Arameans fled, and Israel pursued them. And Ben-Hadad, king of Aram, escaped on a horse with horsemen. The king of Israel went out and struck the horses of the chariots and killed the Arameans with a great slaughter. Then the prophet came near to the king of Israel and said to him, Go strengthen yourself and observe all and observe and see what you have have to do for at the turn of the year of the king of Aram will come up against you. Now the servants of the king of king of the king of Aram said to him, their gods are gods of the mountains therefore they were stronger than we, but rather let us fight against them in the plain and surely we will be stronger than they. Do this thing, remove the kings each from his place, and put captains in their place, and muster an army like the army that you have lost, horse for horse, chariot for chariot. Then we will fight against them in the plain, and surely we will be stronger than they. And he listened to the voice, to their voice, and did so. At the turn of the year, Ben-Hadad mustered uh, the Arameans and went up to Aphek, to fight against Israel. The sons of Israel were mustered and were provisioned, and went to meet them, and the sons of Israel camped before them like uh, two little flocks of goats. But the Arameans filled the country. Then a man of God came near, and spoke to the king of Israel, and said, Thus says the Lord, because the Arameans have said, The Lord is a God of the mountains, but He is not the God of the valleys. Therefore I will give all of this great multitude into your hand, and you shall know that I am Lord. So they camped one over against the other seven days. And on the seventh day the battle was joined, and the sons of Israel killed of the Arameans one hundred thousand foot soldiers in one day. But the rest fled to Haphek into the city, and the wall fell On 27,000 men who were left. And Ben Hadad fled and came into the city, into the inner chamber, into an inner chamber. His servants said to him, Behold, now we have heard that the kings of the house of Israel are merciful kings. Please let us put on sackcloth on our loins and ropes on our heads. And go out to the king of Israel. Perhaps he will save your life. So they girded sackcloth on their loins and put ropes on their heads and came to the king of Israel and said, Your servant Ben-Hadad says, Please let me live. And be, and he said, He is still alive. He is my brother. Now the men took this as an omen and quickly catching his word said, Your brother Ben-Hadad. Then he said, Go bring him. Then Ben-Hadad came out to him. And he took him up into the chariot. Benadad said to him, The cities which my father took from your father I will restore, and you shall make uh, streets for yourself in Damascus, as my father made in Samaria. Ahab said, And I will let you go with this covenant. So he made a covenant with him and let him go. Now a certain man of the sons of the prophets said to another, By word of the Lord, please strike me. But the man refused to strike him. Then he said to him, Because you have not listened to the voice of the Lord, behold, as soon as you have departed from me, a lion will kill you. And as soon as he departed from him, a lion found him and killed him. Then he found another man and said, Please strike me. And the man struck him, wounding him. So the prophet departed and waited for the king by the way and disguised himself with a bandage over his eyes. As the king passed by, he cried to to the king and said, Your servant went out into the midst of the battle, and behold, a man turned aside and brought a man to me and said, Guard this man. If for any reason he is missing, then your life shall be for his life, or else you shall pay a talent of silver. While your servant was busy here and there, he was gone, and the king of Israel said to him, Uh, And the king of Israel said to him, So shall your judgment be, you yourself have decided it. Then he hastily took, uh, uh, took the bandage away from his eyes, and the king of Israel recognized him that he was of the prophets. He said to him, Thus says the Lord, Because you have let go out of your hand the man whom I had devoted to destruction, Therefore your life shall go for his life, and your people for his people. So the king of Israel went to the house of Solon and vexed and came to Samaria. Thank you, David.